Hello, and welcome to another episode of Book Faces Live, the show where we talk to the faces behind your books. I'm Nathan Van Koops, I'm your host, and today I'm very excited to bring you an interview with Margaret Lashley. Welcome, Margaret. Hi, Nathan. Hi, everybody. <laughs> it's, um, it's a real pleasure to have you on the show. Um, it's, we've been able to meet in person because you, we live in the same area. We're, we're Tampa Bay yeah. residents, so um, I'm always really excited to support other uh, St. Pete authors, of course, whenever I can. Um, right, right. <laughs> because my books are set in St. Pete, I got to be here, right? <laughs> That's right. Got to sh- share some some local love here. Um, so um, I'm I'm thrilled to have you here. I thank you very much for taking the time to be on the show today. Yeah, thank <clears> you for the invitation. Um, for people who aren't familiar with your books yet, I mean, I know I posted up on the on the blurb a little bit about the fact that you do write humorous mysteries, but if people were to pick up a, a, one of your books for the first time, what can they expect to find in one of your, your stories? Well, I guess I call them unintentional mysteries because um, Val, uh, my main character Val Fremden, is is just um, you know a bumbling woman who runs into all kinds of situations that she just has to find her way out of. Mm-hmm. So they're unintentional mysteries with a big heaping of hilarity on the side. Okay. So if you're going to pick up a Val Fremden mystery, you're going to, uh, a lot of my fans say, Re- don't read it in public because you'll be, you know, people will stare at you for laughing out loud or, <laughs> or crying or whatever it is because... They, um, it does a full range of emotions in the book. Mm-hmm. It's not just laughs. You get to know the character and um, she and the laughs and the cry, crying and the the real situations along the way that we've all had to deal with. Um, uh, so a, a lot of people say that I can take a, just a normal situation and turn it into like the most hilarious, disastrous mess you've ever seen. <laughs> well, they always um, say it's a, a, jo- a writer's job is to complicate their you know, their characters' lives. Right. So. Oh, my gosh. Well, poor Val. I certainly wouldn't want to be her, but <laughs> I, I enjoy writing her. She, yeah. She's awesome. She's part me, part um, Lucille Ball, and part yeah. Stephanie Plum, and part just freaking walking disaster. <laughs> <laughs> um, you do, you set the series here in, in uh, St. Pete area, and the beach especially, and um, I, where, I know where you started out. Um, what inspired you to write a close-to-home mystery? Um, I guess, you know, this is this is my first foray into writing, and mm-hmm. I've heard the old saying, write what you know, yeah. and um, that can be pretty boring sometimes, but we live in a pretty dynamic little city, and, and it's fun, and um, when I was writing this book, uh, it just seemed to appropriate to me to kind of I placed myself in this character and what would she be seeing what would she be doing and so I was in St. Pete so I guess it just ended up that way because of that <laughs> well, it's, it's fantastic yeah. and um, I'm, I'm very impressed with the amount of books you've been able to put out in a relatively short short amount of time um, when was Glad One published your first book um I'll show you a picture of it in case people don't know. This is Gladwood. If you can see it. But that was um, the protagonist, Val Fremden, was um, born, of course, on April Fool's Day. And this came out April Fool's Day of last year. Okay. 
It was kind of a birthday celebration for her. And I'm losing you there a little bit. Hmm. Uh, equal death, absolute zero, and most of too crazy. The second, the follow-up book when I launched Glad One, and so um, I came out with those three books in my pocket, basically. Okay. So, uh, so those were sort of written. On a, by the time I launched the first book, mm. and uh, are are definitely in the works, and um, so that helped with that. And then I wrote um, hmm, three more books that year. I'm trying to think. Yeah, you're on book years. six now, right? Uh, actually, I'm on book eight. Oh wow! Yeah, I did put out two more this year: six tricks and seven days. Mm. Eight bald is in the works. Um, Hoping to see a cover design on it today, or, mm. or maybe tomorrow, um, which is the <clears throat> most exciting part for me. It's like when you see the book cover, and it's like it's real. <laughs> you have, Otherwise, all you have is like all these words on a page and scrambled in your brain. Yeah, and you have very fun book covers. Uh, just looking at them, you can tell that you're you're in for a good time. They're they're fun. They seem lighthearted. Yes. Well, we take on you know some pretty deep subjects. But with mining them, you know, for the laughs along mm -hmm. the way. Because if you don't laugh at life, man, it's going to be a hard road to hoe, you know. Yeah, so so you might as well, <laughs> you know, see the humor in things. It sure beats, you know, crying alone in your beer. <laughs> Which she does some of that, too. <laughs> can, um, can you tell people a little bit about your character of Val Fremden and, and uh, what she's like and how she ends up solving mysteries? Yeah, okay. Um, Val Fremden is um, a middle-aged woman, 45, who has um, taken a chance on love three times and been totally burned to the mm. ground. <laughs> and mm. uh, she, she went to Europe and uh, ended up losing all of her money there. And comes back to St. Pete, totally broke, no friends, no nothing. She's like totally erased from everybody's memory banks because she'd been gone seven years. Mm -hmm. Anyway, so she's starting from rock bottom, living in a scrabbly apartment. And the, the reason she is at St. Pete Beach is because it's free. Okay. <laughs> Good motivator. You can walk around the beach. It doesn't cost anything, right? Yeah. <laughs> and so... She inadvertently meets um, characters who are somewhat in the same situation. You know, you hang around the beach, you know, you scrap up some money for a drink, and mm -hmm. eh. So, um, she's taken a lot of hits in her life, but she's got a lot of spunk still and hope. Mm. And I, I think that's the biggest thing. Um, there's a lot of us out there who've been divorced a time or two, and, mm. and you're like, you know... Is my life over? Where do I, where do I go from here? You know, mm -hmm. um, and Val continues on with her life um, with some people she would have never picked out otherwise. Most of her friends are homeless <laughs> to begin with. I mean, they they're pretty much as far down on the society's rung as you can get without, you know, um, uh, drowning. I suppose. <laughs> so. Uh, 
so anyway, so she's in this economic situation, social situation, and uh, and the story unfolds of her trying to. Um, I don't know, <coughs> trying to make adjustments in her own life, but then also along this series, realizing the value in every life. Mm. Because these characters, even though they've got nothing, are not by any means bankrupt. Mm. And in all the other ways, they are, are you know, rich. Mm-hmm. And so... And so she starts to see this stuff and, and um, moves along with her life. But, you know, she is a magnet for disaster. And so things happen to her that, uh, you know, probably hopefully would never happen to a normal human being. <laughs> and she has to call on her friends to help her out. And so she yeah. has to swallow her pride and move along and make things work. So, so um, I don't know if that answers your question, but she is... Um, just and every woman, mm-hmm. you know, who ha- has had some luck and had some bad luck, and is um, moving along, making the best best that she can of the life she's got left. Well, it sounds like a very engaging character and someone that a lot of people can um, relate to easily and, and root for. Um, yes, I think yes. everyone loves an underdog and uh, <laughs> cheering cheering them yes. on and, and hoping that they succeed. And um, yes. I'm sure that. You get to follow along through now eight books. So, yeah. um, what is it that his um, that people have, like that, that you think that character or readers are connecting with that has made you think? You know, I can vow as as a character that they can go with for for eight books. Because that's a, that's a lot of storytelling. It is a lot of storytelling, but you know, every every book covers kind of a different situation and different ideas. But I, what I've heard from my fans is that. They see themselves in her so much because it isn't just for laughs. And there's also tears. There's all, but they say that the the characters <clears throat> are real people that they know, mm. yeah. or that they would like to have over for coffee, or that they would love to have Val as a friend. And so to, that's really, you know, makes my heart sing because. She's real to them. She's as real to them as she is to me, and that's pretty real. <laughs> yeah, that's fantastic. She seems very real to me. Yeah, yeah. And when I'm working on a book, it's just you know I listen to these characters tell me what they want to do next and where they want to go. I mean, they ha- as much write the book as I do, which is you know I either need to be in a mental hospital or that's the way <laughs> you write something. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> what sorts of mysteries are we talking about? What kind, when you if you classify the type of mystery that she's solving, um, yeah. are, are we talking like murder mysteries, or what sort of mysteries are we getting involved with? Well, you know, there I feel like there is enough. There was enough um, murder and mayhem in the world, right? Yeah. And this is maybe a spoiler alert, or or all my fans already know this, but. Nobody ever gets murdered in my books. <laughs> good to know. Yeah. It's always some other thing that has to be solved. Okay. You might think somebody got murdered, but they yeah. don't. But but more than that, it's um it's things go missing, uh, um oh gosh, I just think um people die well like the first book, um Glad One, the 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 old lady <coughs> 
Excuse she me. meets at the beach, dies, and nobody knows who she is. Hmm. She's just a Jane Doe, a nobody. And so that's yeah. the mystery in this book. Yeah. And um, things like that, that, uh, that don't require um, someone to die. It sounds or, very true to life. I mean, those are... Yes. Those are situations that you know anyone might find themselves in. Um, right. More right, realistically, exactly. I think. Exactly, and then you know, Val has boyfriend issues. Her boyfriend in uh, book three trades her old RV in for a tiki hut for <laughs> to decorate the backyard, unbeknownst to him that his, her mother's urn of ashes is in the RV. Oh no. <laughs> and now. <laughs> she can't find the RV. Oh, so it's gosh. things like that. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's the frustrations of you want to throttle somebody, but it's really not their fault. Yeah. <laughs> it's your fault, really. But it's not really. I don't want to admit to that. <laughs> and that's a lot of what goes on with her relationship with Tom, uh, Val's relationship with Tom in the book. So it, it's real life, you know, frustrations. Mm-hmm. But, but and, uh, uh, and, you know, Funny, unexpected endings to things. Okay. Things don't. There's not always a rainbow at the end of it, but there is some nugget of gold somewhere okay. to be had if you if you look hard enough. You know. That's really cool. Um, yeah. I see Ken Robbins is watching. Ken commented about loving the free beach. So um, <laughs> yeah, got a fellow fellow beach lover. There. Um, I'm the same right. way. If you can spend no money and go have a great time at the beach, why not? Yeah. Um, so anyone watching, uh, I always encourage, if you're watching during the live broadcast or if you're watching during the replay, feel free to post up questions and comments in the comments section. We're happy to answer them live if we can, or I'm sure Margaret would be willing to, to answer them after the fact if you're watching the replay. If you want to leave a comment and um, you know, tag her in that or something like that, we can try to answer your questions after the fact as well. But um, I wanted to talk a little bit about sort of you as a writer and um, to, to be able to put out eight books this year. Obviously, you had, you said, had a few kind of pre-written before you, before you started, which is obviously a very smart and savvy uh, tactic, one that I wish that I could do. I wish I could be that patient uh, to save up three books to launch. It wasn't easy, let me tell you. Yeah, I'm sure. Usually, especially your first book, you're usually so excited about it. But um, you made the very patient decision to wait and, and to sit on these books. Uh, what was the inspiration behind that? Behind waiting or the books? Behind waiting, uh, initially. Well, um, you know, I am single and I need to make a living. Mm. And so I took some courses on, you know, I've been a professional writer all my life. I was an advertising writer before I um, started this. So, So writing is what I've done for a living. But, you know, I wanted to make a living at it not working for someone else. Mm-hmm. I wanted, to, And I had all these wonderful stories of my life and, thing, and things I wanted to tell. So I, um, I took some courses on how to best approach marketing a book. And I took, um, I think, Mark Dawson's SPF 101 course, which encourages you to write in a series but also have some books to release in a, in a row. Yeah. And, and I worked really hard that first year trying to have a book to release every six to eight weeks. Yeah. And, um, and I mean, that was, it was a killer. Yeah. I mean, to get the books done that I did, I did um, six books and all, all that year. Yeah. 
That's no, that's incredible. Yeah, six books with the prequel. I did six books that year, and that was. But you know, having those three ready in April, so I wrote three more books that year, mm-hmm. which um, a lot of people in that course would say was sloth, sloth, <laughs> like sloth. You know, it's, it's like ah. But but to me, I. You're, talk, you're talking to a guy who puts out one book a year, so... <laughs> yeah, right, right. Yeah. You're, so, you're speedy so I'm Gonzales like in the middle of the road here. I'm not like, you yeah. know, really cranking <laughs> these things out for like some people do, but but I I wanted them to be of a quality that I wanted them to be, and they weren't ready until I was ready to say that they're mm-hmm. good. And, um, and even now, you know, it's... I, I see myself growing as a writer, and that things have have improved even <coughs> more Excuse me. since since I started with Glad One, and I actually did a little refresh of it before I did um, a big promo I did in July, Fourth mm. uh, of July promo I did for it. I made sure that Glad One was at its best that it could be with my new, you know, with my a, a year or a little over a year under my belt of writing the story. So yeah. Anyway, what are, um, what are some things that you found promotion-wise? What are some things that you found have been very successful for your series? Anything I think really effective. Yeah, you know, newsletter swaps hmm. for me is, is um, has been really good because you find other authors that are writing similar books and and they feature your book to their their newsletter and and I do the same and I find you you get really good quality people that way because they already know the genres mm-hmm. and, and they're they're the target market um, but there's to be honest <coughs> what pushed I think what pushed me into another level where I was making enough money to feel like maybe I can actually survive on the money I'm making yeah. is is um, through bookbub advertising oh interesting Okay. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, it's a combination of everything. You know, I do book funnel promotions. Um, I set I set two of those up a year for cozy mystery authors only. We just, mm. and that's what we did on July fourth through eighth. And um, I gained like another eighteen hundred people on my newsletter list mm. that are specific to cozy mystery readers. My book kind of spans cozy mystery, mystery women sleuth. Women sleuths and, and uh, amateur detective. Do you have um, a, Do you have any recommendations for people who are in your situation wanting to reach out to other authors in their genre? As far as how how do you initially connect with them? What was your tactic? Yeah, uh, Facebook groups. Hmm. Find some Facebook groups. There's plenty of them. Um, the Twenty Books to Fifty K group is good, but there's also breakout groups. There's a Twenty Books to Fifty K mystery and cozy off authors mm-hmm. and uh, thrillers and sci-fi whatever you're writing I, yeah. I found that group invaluable um, for for tips and and just honest people giving honest information in fact I'm getting ready to make a post on that about my to free or not to free yeah so you recently you recently ran a big free promotion and I saw that your, yeah. your book was a top of the charts for for free books um so yes how can you want to talk a little bit more about that and how that worked out sure um i ran a 
a free promo for my book. I've never had Glad One free on Amazon before, and it was free from uh, July 4th through the 8th. I had, I was biting my nails, wondering, you know, I had set a goal of hoping to get 10,000 downloads uh, during the five days. I ended up with over 18,000 downloads, mm. and that put my book at um, number 14 at its highest on the all of free store on Amazon. Yeah. But uh, but I was also number one in all of the categories that my that Glad One is in. They have right, those yeah. subcategories called you know like cozy mysteries or or um, you know like we talked about amateur sleuth. So I, I topped out number one on all of those and stayed in the top twenty on all of the free books on Amazon for the whole time. Or I think I went to twenty one time. Yeah, that's yeah, so it was it was good exposure, and I don't know how much of that drives more downloads or what, but I did run some other promotions while that was going on, like Free Booksy and Fussy Librarian, you know, the mm-hmm. usual suspects. Yeah, and I, I think that's a, a wonderful tool. I, I talk about free as an amazing tool all the time for just yes, loading people into me. that funnel. <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, I've seen so many good results from just yeah. blunt force you know, loading people into the series. Yes. And especially with a with a series, I mean, I'm envious of you having seven books out and another one on the way. Like, there's a long way for people to, to read all the way through. I mean, the return right. on that is, if, if your read-through is good, which I'm assuming it is, then it's like, you know, you're going to have a, it's so well, worth that, it. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. the thing, though, you know, is the read-through there. I mean, you have to have the quality for the mm-hmm. read-through to be there, and you know, my read through isn't a hundred percent by any means. Well, no one's is, yeah. But, but you know, it, it, it'll. It's yet to see. You know how that's going to pan out for read through. But I know that with K, KU, with people in Kindle Unlimited, you know, my page reads have doubled since oh, that. Sure, so, yeah. so I'm getting yeah. like over, you know, forty thousand page reads a day now on, yeah. on this series, which is. That's wow, phenomenal! phenomenal. Yeah, I wasn't expecting that, but but um, and the sales of the the ebooks are not as impressive. You know, they have gone up some, but but you know, we'll see. It's early but, in the game, uh, and I have to give people enough time to read the book. Yeah. a lot of people say they've got six million free books on their Kindle, and they're yeah, you know, so is, I have to get my place in line with that. So that's the one downside of free promotions. A lot of people do just sort of stock them onto your Kindle and not necessarily read yeah. them right away. But um, yeah, so I think you. Yeah, it sounds like you're going to have a great rest of your summer as far as sales go with with that many people reading through. But um, I know people like my wife, for example. You know, she's a Janet Ivanovich fan. I know you're in you know, a uh-huh. similar genre, and she's I don't know, I'm twenty three or five or seven. I don't know how many books she's got in her. Series. Oh yes, yeah. But my wife just blazes right through all of them. So I know yes. that like once people Doesn't find matter. a character that they like, and yes. it's sort of a beachy type, or if it's just something uh-huh. that they can. You know, just enjoy, have fun yes. with, have a fun character. They'll just blaze right through all of them. Right. You <clears> know, it's like Netflix. You know, you find a, a series you like and you binge watch the whole yeah. thing. And yeah. I think that's kind of the what it is with a series of books, too, because, um, you know, I get compared to Janet Ivanovich a lot by readers. Mm-hmm. And the reviews that I get say, you know, she's like Stephanie Plum's double but she's redneck. She's also got these redneck roots that are, that make her not nearly as sophisticated as Stephanie <laughs> Plum. And so so I, I market her on BookBub as, you know, if Stephanie Plum had a redneck cousin. 
and uh, people do respond to that a lot, uh, and um, I get a lot of positive reviews about that. So I, I get it about Janet Ivanovich, and I kind of position my books to be, um, you know, the next best thing. If you've read the latest Janet Ivanovich, and you're sitting there waiting, why wait any longer? You know, come, 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 give Val a try. And you know, and humor is a huge part of my books. I mean, it's not just an afterthought. It's 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 the basic premise of the book. I mean, if you haven't laughed out loud at least I don't know five or six times, then uh, you know I feel like I haven't done my job. And I'm really talking more like a hundred times. But huh. but uh, but anyway, it's um, that's or the the com- comparison to Janet Ivanovich. I'm not saying that I'm you know, trying to imitate her. Mm. I'm trying to show people that if they enjoyed Janet Ivanovich, yeah. then they'll enjoy this, yeah. these books. That's, a, that's such a powerful tool, especially if you're trying to market yeah. your books. If you have another author who's similar, it, it's so powerful. Right. I was just talking about that with someone uh, last night. And if, right. if you don't have that person, if you don't have that yeah. other author who's similar, it's so hard to find the readers, or for the readers to find you. It's it's easy right. if they're looking for the other the right. other, you know, Janet Bynum, and you can just tell them, yeah, right here, right. yeah, you know, and that's it's so much easier to market that right. way, and I think it's a fantastic uh, tactic. Right, um, I mean, it just gives somebody something to immediately identify with. Yeah. You don't have to put all the pieces together. Oh, I like Janet Bynum, you know, I'm going to give it a try. What are some so. ways you've been uh, growing your own? Uh, readership and fan base. I know you said you've been adding a lot, a lot of subscribers. I mean, do you have people have a Facebook group, or how are people coming to um, connect with you and and beat, you know, Team Val? Team Val. Well, um, I have a, I have been tr- actively growing my newsletter list through you know book final things, and I also just recently put uh, uh, on the back of my books a place where people can sign up for my newsletter so I'm starting to get since I did that on January or July 4th I've had like 75 people sign up for the newsletter so there's that way and there's also um, uh, but you know beyond that I I do try to connect with the fans I'm I'm only like one person and I you know I can only spread myself so thin but but I did start um, uh, asking people questions in in my newsletter and starting a poll and that's been yeah. really fun the readers have really enjoyed that and so I report the findings in the next poll but they can also go vote on a on a specific Facebook um, poll group so it's a private poll group I have to let you in there and okay. then you can vote on topics of what of interest and they actually one of them was I asked them how did what's the best way for for people to just to find a new author you know, okay, to take a chance on a new author. Yeah. And they told me, make it free, but yeah. only for a limited time. Yeah. So that's what I did. And the boy, were they right? I mean, people are just rolling in. But there, I also have um, on Facebook my Val Talk um, hmm. ex- private group where you have to be let into that as, as well. And um, we just, you know, talk about stuff. Whatever it might be, you know, I mean, share a recipe, share a joke, you know, yeah. you need some prayers for something, you're going to have surgery, and, yeah. um, you know, that's important to me, to feel like, like, you know, I understand the people, and so, some of my, like, hardcore fans that have been with me to the, since the beginning, I, I mean, I know them, I know 
what they're doing and mm-hmm. um, you know where they are with their lives and mm-hmm. stuff like that. And it's nice to hear from them. I was like, oh, hey, it's you know so and so. Yeah. What was the name of that it, group? People could look for if they're oh, looking post. Uh, it's Val Talk. V a l t a l k Talk. Talk. And um, yeah. Uh, some people join the group and they haven't read any of my books yet, which which is uh, surprising to me. But you know, yeah. well, it sounds right. like a great community to be a part of. So yeah, well, you know, it it's ain't you, that it's great. But, <laughs> <laughs> but but uh, but we have fun. I mean, I try to post a joke a day on you know to get people smiling, and and people write me back and say you know the books and the Facebook group and <clears> things have helped them through. Um, you know, surgeries or tough times of divorce, uh, you know, yeah. things like that, that, uh, you know, li- and that's kind of my philosophy, you know, life is as hard as we're going to make it, you know, and why, why commiserate when you can laugh, you know, you can find somebody, have a yeah. laugh, and, and, you know, that comes from a lot of experience, so I have had a very traumatic and painful life. I haven't had any, like, wonderful, great shakes, you know, golden spoon, haha, <laughs> no. So, so I have been through a lot of the situations that Val's been through. I, I have the depth of, of experience to mm-hmm. write a, a deeper story. That yeah. It's not a typical, you know, kind of solve the mystery, surface cozy, you know, mystery. It's, it's, Solving the mystery of midlife and how did we get here and where are we going? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> so it's life in general. Yeah. Well, it sounds fantastic, and um, it, it sounds like a, a, a like I said, a wonderful group to be a part of. It sounds like a, a real experience getting to to know your characters and through through Val, of course, getting to know you as as, a, as the author. I think it's a. Uh, I really appreciate you coming on and, and uh, sharing about your, your series today. Oh, yeah, sure. It's my pleasure. So what's your uh, website? If people want to uh, sign up for this newsletter and find more information about you, where's the best place? Yeah, well, you can find me on fa- Facebook, Margaret Lashley Author, okay. not Margaret Lashley, because if you try to friend me on that, Amazon will erase all of your reviews, which sucks. Oh. So, there, But there's a Facebook, Margaret Lashley Author. They can find me there. Uh, also, my you can sign up uh, to get my newsletter on my website, which is you know the typical <laughs> www.margaretlashley.com. Okay, yeah. easy enough. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, fantastic. Well, Margaret, um, I really enjoyed talking with you today. I like I said, I really appreciate you taking the time out of your day to come hang out with us. Yeah, it was so much fun. Thanks for inviting me. Yeah, absolutely. And um, like I said, if anyone else has more comments and things like that and, and the, want to ask questions later on, feel free to post them up, and then um, Margaret will try to get to those later. All right. All right. Thanks, Thank everyone. Have a great day. For, thanks so much. All right. Bye.